like a ranching area and so they used to take like the the horses that were already dying and they just like push them off the cliff and that's why it's the dead horse point was like where the green river made the u Oh, wow. That I don't is... know if that's completely true, but that's what... You're right, that is what she said. She said. Facts are right. optional. You all made fun of me when I said that cows fell off the cliff. We so. probably did. Hi, and welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. Today on the podcast, I have three very special guests that are with me in the Hobbs Happening studio that has moved to the living room instead of the, uh, the spare bedroom. But it's okay. Uh, I will introduce them one by one. Hopefully they'll stop giggling so that we can actually do a podcast. Uh, the first is my beautiful wife, Sarah. Sarah, how you doing? I'm doing great, thank That's you. Great. And then our two friends, we have Daisy. Hello, everyone. And we have Lucy. Yeah. So this is a unique podcast. First of all, it's not over Zoom. We're like in person and that's exciting. And then second, I think this is the first ever time that I have a podcast with non-family members. So Daisy, Lucy, how do you feel about being on this podcast? Nervous? Excited? Bored? What? What? I think I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very honored to be choosing <laughs> of all people. <laughs> I am very nervous, but I've been a long-time listener, so this is a lot of pressure. That is very exciting. I love long-time listeners. It's it's great. Lucy is a faithful listener. I forgot about that. Wonderful. Um, So, the reason for the podcast today is we're going to be talking about a recent camping trip that we took down in southern Utah. Now, before we get to it, I just wanted to kind of go over what the range of camping experiences that we've all had in our lives. So, for example... I hardly ever camped when I was growing up. And being married to Sarah, this has been a new experience. Sarah, you've camped more often. Yeah, so I say uh, my experience. Let's see, how do I, like, explain that? We did a lot of camping, I guess is the best way to say it. Uh, But nothing like, we didn't do any backcountry camping. It was all state parks and, like, private-owned campgrounds and things like that. Yeah. Daisy, did you do any camping growing up? I actually did. Not in Texas. I'm from Texas where it's very hot and humid and camping there is terrible. <laughs> um, but I did do camping every summer in Colorado awesome. on the mountains. Very cool. Lucy, what about you? Camping? I have never been, I mean, aside from last weekend, <laughs> never been like official camping. I always feel like I have though. Did I not know that? I don't, I don't know. That <laughs> I've never been, I've slept in a tent maybe like twice, but as a general... I have no. I feel like I have been camping though, but I haven't. I have no. Evidence but now yet. you have. I have no idea. Yeah. I feel so honored. I feel like I on your be first camping. Trip. We need to make T-shirts. I went camping with the Hobbses and survived. I think that would be that would be a great thing there. Um, well, so we went down to Southern Utah. Sarah, why did you pick uh, where we went in Dead Horse State Park? It's like three and a half hours away. What went into the decision to go down there? Uh, so when we, when I first moved here last July, I really wanted to camp before it got cold. And so I asked my boss at the time, who is from here and spends a lot of time outdoors, what was the best place to camp? And she said, hands down, Dead Horse State Park, but it's super hard to get a reservation. And they reserve on a four-month rolling basis, I think. And so four months ago, I was like, it's time. And I, like, wrote it down in my planner and everything, and I made a reservation, (laughs) So that's honestly the biggest reason, and then since then I've done a lot of research, and it's just a really popular spot, because it's also close to a bunch of national parks. Um, to, well, it's super close to two national parks, but it's within an hour to 
most of them in Utah, so. Yeah, so we got in the car on a Friday. We all took off of work. I'm off of work. I I don't work because I'm a teacher, but it's whatever. Um, But we took off of work, drove down. Uh, took about three and a half, four hours. I think mostly uneventful. Nothing big. Yeah, okay. Then we made it to, uh, to Moab, where we got to go walk around a little bit. Uh, Lucy, what was your, uh, impression of, of Moab? Had you been there before? I actually have been to Moab before. Mm-hmm. I was there two years ago when I first visited Utah. So, looked pretty much the same. <laughs> uh, it's touristy, it's fun, but yeah, it's yeah. good. Good food. Yeah. Uh, now, Daisy, I think you enjoyed the, the red dirt shirts that we saw that were there. Tell us about that. Yeah, I did. Actually, I enjoyed all of downtown Moab. I had been to Moab before, but um, not the little downtown area. I thought it was really cute with all the shops and uh, really liked the idea of the red dirt shirts. We, growing up, used to play in red dirt. My dad would get it to like fill in holes in our yard, and my mom always made us wear clothes that couldn't get... It didn't matter if they got stained because red dirt stains. So I thought that was a really, really cool idea. So what exactly is a red dirt shirt for people that have no idea what we're talking about? So to my knowledge, they just take like a white or light colored t-shirt and then literally dye it in dirt. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fancy process. And then, yeah, and then it comes out kind of like orange-ish and then they put graphics on them and then sell them. Yeah. Most of the graphics were funny, but also could be very offensive, depending on like, where you're from. <laughs> but I thought it was, audience. Yeah, a very specific audience, but I thought it was cool. Yeah. I it, like, it replaced the airbrush t-shirts of, like, Pigeon Forge. Yeah. I like the downtown area. The the Spoke something restaurant that we went to, that was, was fun. It was yeah, very hot. Yeah, there was a lady selling puppies next to it. There was... So I don't think any of us paid attention to anything, like, the entire time we were there, except the puppies. Yeah. And I was, my back was to it the whole time, so I just heard dogs and people ooing and aahing, but that, that was about it, so I missed that fun experience. Um, got to see some of the gift shops and things like that. Uh, that artsy place that we went to was kind of cool. They had interesting things in there. Made in Moab? Was yeah. That was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. my favorite thing that I saw in there, they had this person that was a photographer that would take Lego people and put them out in the mm. desert or like at the national park and then take pictures of them like yeah, they were life sized. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was like something weird because like everything else was like cool pottery or like recycled silverware jewelry or whatever, which is nice, but you don't see Lego photography. Very often. It was very unique. Yeah. Definitely very unique. So, left Moab, went over to our campground at the uh, Dead Horse State Park. Very unique name, Lucy, for a, a state park, wouldn't you say? Uh, yes, I would agree with that. I was I was concerned as we went out, there was another campground called Horse Thief. And then ours was called Dead Horse. And so I thought, did he steal the horse? And then he shot the horse? And then he got away? I don't... I don't know... Did we ever figure out why it was called Dead Horse? So, our friend Nicole, we she had been there the weekend before we were there, and she said that they used to take, like, it used to be a ranch or something, which I guess it explains, like, well, I guess that was in Canyonlands. Maybe not. I'm confused. It's close by. Anyway. Everything's Yeah, it was, like, a ranching area, and so they used to take, like, the the horses that were already dying, and they just, like, push them off the cliff. And that's why it's the Dead Horse Point was, like, where the Green River made the U. 
Oh, wow. That I don't is... know if that's completely true, but that's what... You're right, that is what she said. She said. Facts are right. You all made fun of me when I said that cows fell off the cliff. We so. probably did. <laughs> <laughs> they also so. made fun of Sarah the entire time. I think probably six different times, Sarah would look out and see, you know, I think that's Canyonlands. And we were like, no, I think we're an they hour away. They were giant canyons. And then we went somewhere else. I think that's Canyonlands. And finally, it was. I'm pretty sure at least four out of the six times it was Canyonlands. Canyonlands must be very big. Uh, but we made it to Dead Horse State Park. We did not bring any horses to throw over the edge of the canyon. We also no. didn't bring, I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, I know you would like it, but we didn't bring Chip to throw over uh, the edge. They're not big cat fans. We also did not bring sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> and we were in the desert. Yeah, but it was good. It was exciting. Uh, Daisy, what were your first impressions of the campground once we got to Dead Horse State Park? Um, I think different. <laughs> I've never been camping in the desert, and so it was exciting. A little nervous because there's not just water around. I'm used to camping near, like, streams of water. Um, mm-hmm. But it was really beautiful, especially at night. I think the stars were fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were, like, up on a, a mesa. Is that right? We yeah, were very right. high <laughs> in the air. So not much water, like Daisy was saying. But the bright side, I don't think there were many animals around either, so... Just a lot cool. of cacti. Yes, lots of cacti, which some people <laughs> may or may not have illegally or legally stolen uh, and then brought back to Salt Lake City to plant there was in plenty. various places, um, the the females of this uh, this group here. But that's okay. I won't name any names there. Uh, so yeah, the camping there was a lot of fun. Um, I had never seen stars that clearly daisy like you were talking about um i i know you guys like set alarms to get up i didn't yeah, i just kind of rolled over and looked and then i went back to bed but yeah. could you see the milky way you could see the milky way and for some reason i expected it to be like purple i guess because like when you see pictures they like photoshop it i don't know but i mean it was a different color than the sky it was kind of gray but you could see the defined shape and it was interesting to me because you would see more stars than black, I feel like, because there were just so many stars, which is wild to think about that there are that many stars, like where we are, like in Taylorsville, for example, but there's too many lights here to, like, be able to see those. So that was cool. Yeah, we set an alarm because we couldn't stay up late enough to see them. It took forever for the sun to set. Like, it was still, like, 9.30, and the sun was still, like, kind of setting. Yeah, because we had to set an alarm for midnight, I think. Because usually I think the darkest point mm-hmm. of the night is, like, midnight to 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see, like, at 9, we were kind of going to bed, or, like, 10, we were trying to go to bed. And there was, like, a few stars you can see. And then you wake up a couple hours later, and it's just the whole sky of stars. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Yeah. That was nice. Yes. the So Sarah, Daisy, and uh, Lucy all slept in the tent. There was just one tent, and I was not going to sleep in there. Oh, but quote-unquote slept, according to Sarah. Which I don't know why you had to set an alarm if you didn't sleep, if you were already awake. But it's whatever. I slept on a picnic table uh, underneath a shade pavilion uh, Why in did our you campground. sleep on a picnic table? Because the other option was to sleep in the car, and I didn't want to do that. So that was really all the reasoning that I had. But I could just wake up. Look, see the stars, and then go right back to sleep. So, picnic table, about as comfortable as you think it would be. Well, technically, we could see the stars, too. Well, Daisy could open her eyes and see the stars, but Lucy and I had to find our glasses, and then we could see the stars. Because <laughs> without that, it was just, like, a beautiful black sky. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Well, yeah, we also uh, had a lot of sand in our tent. And we're not really sure why the sand was there, to be honest, because we never really witnessed it going in the tent. But one day we got back, and a giant windstorm or something had just blown a ton of sand in our sleeping bags. And pillows and bags. <laughs> I left my bag open to all of my clothes. I had red dirt shirts. <laughs> yeah, for free. <laughs> so we shook all that out and then tried to sleep again, and we woke up, and there was more sand on us. Well, we woke up in the middle of the night, so I don't know. I'm still not sure what happened between the first night and the second night, because the first night there was no... It was windy, but there was no sand, like, blowing in the tent. And then that second day is when that huge, like, sandstorm came through, I guess, <laughs> and, like, blew the sand in the tent. It's and then the second night we could feel the, the sand, like, blowing through the, the openings in the tent. It was great. <laughs> I have no... Yeah, I had no idea where it came from. Yeah. And we were, like, in a tunnel of trees, so it's like, all it needed was one more tree, like, in the middle, and I feel like we would have been fine. But we are like, in this air canal, like, type thing. Because, <laughs> and then you would look at the other campsites, and their tents weren't even, like, blowing. So we were like, what the heck? We're, why is the wind only on our campsite? Well, the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. We even evacuated our shaded area and went to another campsite that no one was currently at so we could play Phase 10 that Lucy had brought. Not a big fan of the game. I was losing terribly. <laughs> but it was fun. Uh, and, and we had a great time with that. So it's it all good times. Very good times. Now, we've mentioned a couple of mishaps already with the dirt inside of the, the tent. And sunscreen. Yes, and not breaking sunscreen. Um, there were several others, weren't there? What what else went wrong on our trip um, together? Our chapstick melted. <laughs> <laughs> that was a catastrophe. <laughs> I ended up buying uh, the chapstick from the visitor center which is incredible chapstick by the way it was like three dollars for a normal size too but some of the best chapstick i've ever used and it's branded it was branded it has the dead horse state park um logo on it a picture of the bend <laughs> it didn't melt in the in the heat it was amazing it's amazing it 10 out of 10 i think i'll start getting uh chapstick from places instead of like postcards yeah that, that's that's what we'll do we'll just get chapstick wherever we go that'll be our, yeah. our souvenirs there <laughs> We also went on a great hike that Daisy and Lucy would love to tell you about. Lucy, would you like to take it away first? Here's the thing. I'm not a great hiker. If you like to hike and like to do hikes quickly, you shouldn't hike with me because I can't do it. Specifically, since I moved to Utah, which has been like nine, ten months now, maybe, something like that, uh, long enough to have acclimated to the elevation and just like the climate here. Um, but since I moved here, all the hikes I've done, it just make me so nauseous. And it's probably some, I'm sure it's something to do with like my diet and sleep and hydration, all of the things combined, but this was no exception. Um, although I made it a lot farther than normally I do on these hikes before I got like feeling not great. Um, probably like halfway through sooner, maybe I got It was halfway. (laughs) Yeah, it was not halfway. I started feeling really sick. And I had to sit down every uh, two minutes to <laughs> every 100 feet <laughs> to try to like hope I would just throw up and never did, which is fine. Um, there was one part that was just like a steep rock 
I did, you can't even say like you climbed it because you could still walk on it because it was smooth, but like it was very steep. I don't know. It was a whole yeah. That section. was that was a doozy. Yeah, that one that one almost ruined me. When we got to that rock and I realized we were about to climb that thing, I was like, I don't know if we're gonna make it. <laughs> and Sarah just ran ahead like all the way to well, the top. Honestly, it was like that was a supernatural rush of adrenaline because I was like, either I sprint up this thing or it's not happening. Was pretty much my mentality. And then I got up there and I felt like a jerk because I left everyone at the bottom. But it was really helpful because you would just yell down like, "Hey, it's you're close. Take a left." <laughs> Like, this is the way you should go. You're almost there. Like, There's it was a shade tree crazy. right there to your right. Yeah. Break, break. I liked it. Yeah, it was called Next Spring, if anyone's interested in the hike. <laughs> taking the hike. Yeah. We I, will, I will say, though, there was no spring. <laughs> I was really excited. It said that there would be two springs on the hike, and there was no water. We were still in the desert. There was water. There was that it one was little just, like, mosquito infested. It was like a stagnant, like... <laughs> Tiny pond ditch thing. <laughs> Not a spring. <laughs> yeah, so I'm assuming they were all dried up. I don't know. But there was there was no aqua. <laughs> it was a great hike though in terms of like a diversity. Good yeah, like yeah. the terrain changed every so often and then like it was a good balance of up and down. Like it wasn't all up one way or all down. Like, yeah. It was really even. And then at one point we were like went from desert to a small forest and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> and we were on a plane at one point with like grass kind of blowing. It was weird. Yeah. And then we walked through sand at one point. Like, I don't know. It was weird. And then we ended up at the road and Andrew had to run a mile to the car and rescued us. (laughs) And it was great. Loved that part. I had offered to leave earlier and go out in front of the group. So when we got to the road, the car would already be there. Yeah. Uh, That didn't feel right though. Yeah. So instead I ran ahead and, uh, we we got the car and and brought it back there. But also what was so interesting about this hike was it was marked with piles of rocks, which I have never seen before. Typically, like in the Smoky Mountains, which is what I'm most familiar with, you have those rock piles, but they're for, like, meditative purposes. And so people who do, like, those type of practices will go to streams and pile these rocks. So we first get on the trail, and we get lost in, like, 30 seconds (laughs) because we're like, oh, we'll follow this piece of packed dirt because it looks like someone has walked here. And then, like, all the trail just disappears. And we see piles of rocks, but you don't... Like, our first instinct wasn't to follow them. And so we go back to where we started, and we're like, okay, step one is to follow the stacked rocks, because that's the only thing that looks like someone has been here. And then you realize, like, five minutes in, there are a ton of piles (laughs) of stacked rocks on this thing. Like, I would say there was over 200 piles throughout the whole trail. Um, And it was six miles, just so everyone knows. (laughs) Yeah, I think the two the two most difficult parts. It wasn't a lot of elevation gain, except for the one part where we almost went up a sheer cliff. Uh, but besides that, it was great. Uh, it was the length of the trip, the six miles, and then also and it was hundred degrees. Outside. Yeah, the heat was the time of day that we did it was not ideal. Yeah, that was our fault though, because I don't feel like we were in a rush to get there. No, and we did like seven, and I had to pee seven so. times that we yes we had like seven backtracking things that we did through this. So first we get up and it's time for us to go uh to to do this hike and we realize that all of our ice has melted because our cooler is supposed oh, yeah. to keep ice good for 5 days, but apparently when it's 110 degrees outside, it does it for like 5 hours. Yeah, it's a little asterisk at the bottom. So we needed to get more ice, went to the visitor center to get it. Then it wasn't open yet. It wasn't open yet, so we waited around. Once it was open and we were able to get the ice, 
Then we had forgotten something back at the, I think my wallet or something. Um, I left my phone. Oh, <laughs> we had a phone. Yeah. And luckily it was there. It's still there. Thank so that you. was good. Uh, and, and then I had to get my wallet or something. And then we finally make it to the, the Canyonlands Park, um, which is a side issue. But I was very upset at the fact that Sarah and I bought a year pass for these <laughs> national parks, like almost a year ago. And I have used them once because on this trip when we went to Canyonlands, it and was arches it, and arches they were letting people in for free so i still haven't gotten my money back for this pass that i got anyways we passed the visitor center and i ask very clearly right daisy lucy you think very you know a clear question mm-hmm. I I, so. does anybody have to use the restroom <laughs> everyone says no <laughs> then we go past and we go to where the trailhead is. Actually, I think we passed it. And then we had to like turn around and come back to it. I don't know. But we got there eventually. We get out and Sarah says, I gotta pee. <laughs> and I, I didn't pee. know until I stood up. Until she stood up. <laughs> okay. I just look forward. This is the second time that I was worried about the future generations of our family. Sarah was saying that she hopes we don't have boys in the future so they don't play around the edges of canyons i'm hoping like whenever we have yes you did whenever we have kids in the future if they take after their mother we're gonna get to a trailhead and they're gonna have to pee and we're gonna have to go back and then they're gonna pretend like they're falling off the side of a cliff uh, the issue was there were no trees so if there was a forest i would have gladly walked into the forest and like pop a squat but there were not trees there was wide open desert and so I would have had to walk, like, probably two miles until I got to a safe place where I would not have been exposed. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, and, and, so we completed the hike. We're still friends afterwards, I think. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Okay, that's good. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, and, thought it, I thought it made us closer. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Wait. <laughs> Avery does not think so. <laughs> it, it, it's, it was a great experience. And then, then we went and had some lunch at a very windy spot. Um, up at the the Canyonlands. That was National a Park. stinking windy picnic table. Yeah, but uh, but it was a great time. And so, Lucy ate two veggie straws. I think it was three, three, but <laughs> and some gum and some gum. The gum helped a lot. We were just glad that you were still breathing, Lucy. That was the main thing, and that you didn't hate us. Those two things were. Yeah, no, no. You guys were very patient and uh, good friends to me. So thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I just, like, all three of us, Stacey, uh, me, and Andrew, like, we we kind of feasted at lunch, and Lucy just kind of has her head down with her hand on her forehead, just, like, kind of moaning silently. <laughs> Every now and then, we're like, Lucy, how you doing? Good. Better. Better. <laughs> Good. That was a slow progression. Survival. That's, that's mm. the main point of these things. Uh, so made it back to the campground after that. Again, still as friends, still all alive, which is a good thing. Uh, normal people probably would have napped, but napping was not an option since, I don't know, the ground doesn't feel great, and picnic tables also don't feel great. So I think we just relaxed for a little bit. And we played games. Yeah, played games. Uh, and then went back towards Moab to Arches that evening. Um, now, Daisy, you guys played a very interesting game. As you drove through Arches National Park, I was not familiar with this game previously. Would you like to share what 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 did you guys do? Yeah, I was not familiar with it either. Actually, I was kind of against it at the beginning, if you'll recall. We were basically rating how pretty each arch and and or rock formation was. 
I can't remember. Was it what was the rating? <laughs> it was uh, how many red rocks out of, out of 10, ten red rocks? Yeah, yeah. How many red rocks out of ten? Yeah, I felt it was slightly offensive to the creator for <laughs> <laughs> like rating his creation, but it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, it was a joke. So, 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 it wasn't like real. It was just like we could drive in silence and admire it. You know, and just but talk about that? other things. Or we could make it really fun <laughs> and rate the formation. I so think the lowest rating was the old sand dunes. <laughs> for sure. That was your rating. That's right? I'm still slightly offended for them. <laughs> it took a long time for them to get the way they were. So essentially what they did is we were driving through arches is they would look out and see the rock formations. Which, if you've never been to either of these national parks, it's very easy to visualize what they were. Canyonlands is a land full of canyons, and Arches has a bunch of arches, uh, so that's about what it is. But as they were going through Arches National Park, they would look, kind of like kids do whenever they lay down in the grass, and they look up at the clouds, and like, that one looks like a unicorn, and that one looks like my Uncle Fred, or like all those different things. That's what they did with the, yeah, the, we had, the rock formations. we had Beaver Rock. Mm-hmm. That was we one had, of our top scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had Butt Rock. Butt Rock, yeah. Another top score. <laughs> we had Boot Rock. Rock. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the we rock had forest. The, the rock forest. Mm-hmm. We had blue rocks, which did you ever figure out what those were? Not yet. <laughs> I'm still looking into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, lots of variety at Arches. <laughs> yeah. Drove through to the back of the park, stopped mm. at a few places, got out and saw Delicate Arch. We did not do the hike because we were not interested in that after yeah, a no uh, three-hour hike earlier in the day. Um... I don't know. Anything else of note that we saw while we were in there? Oh, we did. We went to that one arch in between canyons. Like, it was like mm-hmm. a quick one. Remember, like, we parked and we... The sandy oh, spot? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, like, you... It's, like, in between these two tall, towering rocks. It's kind of cool. And you wouldn't know it was back there unless someone told you. But that was the second time Andrew and I had been there, but it was the more enjoyable time because the first time we were there, there were so many people back there. It wasn't, like, really pretty because you didn't want to stay long to, like, soak anything in, but it was cool um, because it was kind of hidden. And we saw deer back there, too, which was cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all of these excursions we went on, those, the six or the six hour or the six mile hike, and then uh, we went on a little hike the day before. The only one that I wore hiking boots for was the six-mile one. Uh, so I think I'm going to start a new thing of, like, uh, flip-flop hiking. I think it's really going to catch on. No one else wanted to do it with me, and they judged me every time whenever I just had my flip-flops on. But it was great. We did. You seemed really comfortable, though. Yeah. These are the best flip-flops in the world. <laughs> yeah, and when I look at photos, I laugh because it's, like, us in the desert, and we, like, look all adventurous, then you look at Andrew's feet, and he's just wearing flip-flops. <laughs> I am my father's child. It is a sad, but a true statement. Um, so, went to Arches, made it back, camped the second night, got up in the morning, and left. Uh, I don't think anything really exciting. Wow, really? Yeah. I don't, I mean, it seemed a lot more harrowing than it was. Um, I don't think anything really exciting happened on the way back, except uh, we thought we were gonna, like, have flat tires or something, because my alarm went off, and then we went and aired it up, and it wasn't even that big of a deal. Yeah, Um, was that the morning that we met the people next to us? Oh, that was the day before, I think. Okay. Yeah, that was Saturday morning. Okay, yeah, so one morning we woke up and Andrew had on his Kentucky sweatshirt. And this couple that were camping next to us that we thought didn't like us, well, 
I thought didn't like us because they would just like sit there and stare at us. But it turns out they were actually admiring us and they wanted to sit around our campfire because they initially weren't supposed to be camping in a campground because they were backpacking. So all they had was a tent and their backpacks. And so they were jealous of our campfire chairs, which is funny. But they ended up being from Knoxville, Tennessee, which was a small world. And they live in Sevierville, but work in Knoxville. He's an EMT and she's a nurse. And they come out west like four times a year and backpack. Um, and so we learned now we're going to start wearing like all of our paraphernalia from where we're from, where, where we're from, like everywhere. So people will like, hey, are you from Texas? Hey, you from Kentucky? See, but not where you're from, because most of the times that we've had something like that happen in the past, it's been because of Kentucky. So, Daisy, Lucy, when are you guys going to start wearing Kentucky gear? Because apparently that's how you make friends. <laughs> Honestly, we were slightly eavesdropping on your conversation <laughs> and getting a little jealous that we did not. Well, I don't have Kentucky paraphernalia, but <laughs> I might consider getting a t-shirt after that experience. Everyone should. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, we made a friend at the gym the other day because we were Kentucky paraphernalia. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Travis. It's good times. Yeah, so that was cool. It was just it was just weird that they were like, We're from Knoxville and I was like, What? I'm from Knoxville. And then they freaked out and they were like, Why do you live in Utah? And so we got to tell them like why we lived here and they thought that was neat. So Yeah. Didn't they offer to let you borrow their they Jeep did. sometime? Oh not their Jeep. They rented the Jeep. Their oh, gear. But didn't they Oh their gear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, if we ever come out here and y'all are interested, you can like tag along with us. And we're like, Cool. Someday. It'd be fun. I like the way that they described doing backpacking, though. They stayed at a campground one night, then they were going to camp backcountry the next night, and then stay at a hotel, <laughs> and then go do more camping. I like the uh, the showering thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Um, now, Lucy, I don't know about you. I was impressed with the level of food that we had while we were camping. I think Sarah did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, I think she did a great job. Yeah. I was very impressed. We had all the snacks we could possibly need. Lots of veggie straws hot and dog. vanilla bars. We had hot dogs and mac and cheese, our first dinner. Oatmeal in the mornings. <laughs> Lucy Which hates is your oatmeal. favorite. <laughs> That's my downfall. I don't love oatmeal. To be fair, that I made the oatmeal and I packed the oatmeal, so... That's, that's what happened. And that's okay. I think we were supposed to have eggs, but you guys said you forgot the we eggs. We forgot the eggs. <laughs> Again, it's fine. That's okay. Um, what else do we had? Oh, and uh, Saturday we had, like, campfire, like, foil. Yeah, that was Daisy's foil idea. Meals? Foil meals. Yeah. And those were really good. It was, like, veggies and mm-hmm. uh, sausage over the fire. It was yummy. Yeah, I think we should have flipped them, maybe. Mine was a little bit black <laughs> at some points. But overall, very delicious. Nice. Our s'mores yeah. experiment was interesting. All of the... Mm-hmm. Everything in the car had melted. Like, everything. Uh, and so our chocolate had melted. <laughs> it, also had, right. it also had nuts in it, because last time we did s'mores, I bought the chocolate with nuts on accident. Uh, so And not many people liked it last time, so we had a lot of leftovers. Um, but uh, I think it, it worked out okay. Um, made it back. Did everyone just collapse and sleep whenever you got back? I did. I went to bed. Oh, no, I didn't. Sarah was the good person. I was, like, wired for some reason. I don't know. And then I was concerned about our tent, and that was just a mess. We, like, put it out here on this small grassy area. But we met some of our neighbors, so yeah. that's good. Their kids thought they it was walked a by and slide. they're like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, and the kids thought it was, we had a slipping slide. And they and we're like, cleaned it. 
for us. Yeah, so uh, we let them, like, walk over it, and they poured soap on it and, like, cleaned it with their feet. Um, so that part was fun um, and time-consuming, but we got it clean. <laughs> yeah. And then I went to bed at, like, 8 p.m. that night because I was like, I'm done. I'm over this. <laughs> yeah. But it was, I think, overall a good trip. Let, let's great. do, I would like to know, and this is a no judgment zone. It's just us four here. That's it. I would like to ask uh, Daisy and Lucy, uh, first of all, what was your favorite part of the trip? Start out with a positive note. And then secondly, will you ever consider camping with the Hobbses again? <laughs> so, whichever of you would like to start first. <laughs> what Favorite part... Of our, our trip, and then have we ruined camping for you? Is it something you'd like to do again? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. I think favorite part of the trip, honestly, had to be the stars. I've never seen them so clearly, I think. Um, so yeah, I recommend if you are bored with life, go to the middle of the desert <laughs> in the middle of the night. It's a great experience. But also, I just think the people made it great. I've never been camping with anyone outside my family before, so first time camping with friends, and I think it was a blast. I would definitely go again. So nice. <laughs> also, I'm what sitting you... here, I'm staring at Daisy's knee, and I'm reminded of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's your knee doing? How's your knee, Daisy? My knee's finally scabbed over after a week, because I have to wear pants to work, but... I did. I think I met a southern lady. I was thinking about it, because when I ate it on the concrete <laughs> at the lookout... It was Which, not very majestic. I don't know how like, that happened. Adventurous of me. I just tripped <laughs> on flat ground. But um, it, like, it took me by such a shock. All I could help was laugh. Like, I just <laughs> yes, felt... everyone in our group was laughing, but it was okay, because <laughs> the lady behind me was very supportive. And she was. She made me, me feel like, like her a scars person. on her leg <laughs> from when she fell. I'm pretty sure she was from the South. Be honest, I liked her. She, she had a, a Betsy Limbaugh. Ross Rush Limbaugh shirt on. That was very exciting to me. I'm a big fan. I'm a Rush baby, but <laughs> nice. whatever. Tiny is healing, though. Thank you for your concern. <laughs> now, since you brought up a fall, or Sarah brought up a fall, um, or Lucy, I don't know who did. Someone brought up a fall. So, um, I would like for you to relay a very fascinating story, if you're okay with it, uh, that you told us while we were next to a canyon <laughs> we're about to fall off, which I'm already afraid of heights that made me even more terrified of heights uh, because of an experience that you had had. Oh, I'm sorry for making you more terrified, but <laughs> I did. I experienced, I watched, well, I didn't watch someone fall off a cliff, but I came up immediately after they had fallen off the cliff and was able to peek over the cliff and see them 50 feet below me on this little, like, thorn bush stick out in the mountain. It was terrifying. I thought he was dead, but <laughs> somehow, by some miracle, he survived it. Didn't have a broken bone or anything, but he was goofing off around the edge of a cliff. So anytime I see children or anyone goofing off around the edge of a cliff, I have PTSD, I think. Yeah. <laughs> now, for the record, not on this trip. A previous trip. Yes. Previous fall. trip. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, that was terrifying. I don't like heights. And that, that was... That and then Sarah pretending the like she was falling off. The sunbathing Oh, yes. Oh, we forgot I just was about to say. Our names. <laughs> our Indian names. So I think that spurred from the dead horse thing, right? We were like, this could have been an Indian name, or am I making this up? It's probably right. Okay, we'll just go with it. But at some point, we started making up our Indian names. And I only remember Andrews. He Andrews? was the sunbathing lizard. It was. Yep. 
Sarah's was the clumsy giraffe. Mm-hmm. The clumsy oh, giraffe. giraffe. That's right, because giraffes are totally in the desert. <laughs> Mine was confused panda. Confused panda. Mm-hmm. And Daisy's was resilient grass. Which honestly, yes, she was. I was thinking about that name. <laughs> I don't know how that happens because grass is not resilient whatsoever. So, but you are some kind of magical. <laughs> yes, tribal name. There you go. The things you learn. Great bonding experiences there. Uh, Lucy, what was your favorite part of this trip? And do you think you would ever go again with a group of Hobbses? Um, My favorite... I don't know. I think it was just fun because it was like my first official camping trip. So I just enjoyed the... I'm so, so shocked. <laughs> I had no idea. I guess I, I would have brought like that. a little birthday cake or something. <laughs> Kathy first. My first camping. It probably would have melted though. That's <laughs> uh, fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was just fun, like, to be outdoors and, like, spend, even when it's windy and sandy and hot, like, it was really fun. Um, I would definitely go camping with you guys again. I have a thing where I just love when things go wrong, because I totally believe that it makes a better story, a better podcast, Mm -hmm. when, like, you have things that didn't really go to plan. So, I thought it was great. I loved it. That's great. We're glad that we could help with the trip where many things go wrong. That's very encouraging. <laughs> That's honestly, motto. last year I learned that about myself is things typically do go wrong, especially in airports. Things always go wrong for me. <laughs> Guess it now it's like extended into campgrounds. Airports and campgrounds. Things just go downhill for me. But we survived and it was a great time. So, yeah. All great fun. We'll do it again. Uh, we'll do podcasting again with our lovely group of guests that we have here. Uh, and Sarah, Daisy, Lucy, thank you guys for joining. Thank you. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings Podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs. Join us next time for another exciting episode. And until then, toodles. Toodles.